like scary movies. Uh-huh. What's your favorite scary movie? Uh, I don't know. You have to have a favorite. What comes to mind? Welcome to the Jumping Scared Podcast. My name's Alex, and I'm joined once again by my twin brother, Eric. We are excited to get back to our roots today as we are playing another horror movie-themed game. And today's theme of the game is Who Said It? Horror Movie Edition. So we're going to be bouncing some horror movie quotes off each other, some more popular, some more obscure. And we have a bit of a scoring system to... Uh, established to kind of uh, see how we're doing as we go and we're going to trade off with three sections easy medium and hard and we each have five quotes per section and yeah it's just going to be a day where I uh, I show Eric how much better my knowledge of horror movies is so I don't know how confident he's feeling but I'm feeling pretty good I think if we're both being realistic this is more so a day where we show our viewers how poorly we handle pressure <laughs> so uh, we, we, we have done that in the past with games for sure so it's a good that's a good addition um so eric i'm just going to break down the score system we just talked about this uh briefly before we started but i'm going to make sure i have it clear and also explain it for the viewers so um for each quote you're going to have the option to guess the character or movie you're going to get more points for guessing the character correctly uh, you're going to say, so um, if you guess the character correctly from the quote with zero hints, you get five points. And if you guess the movie with zero hints, you get three points. Um, if you decide you want a hint, like if you get incorrect and then you go down, you get a hint. If you get the character correctly, then you still get three points because guessing the character is harder. And if you guess the movie after one hint, then you just get one point. And that's it. If you guess, I mean, if it takes you more than one hint and you don't get it, then zero points for that quote. Does that make sense, Eric? Does that sound all right? Yes, it does. Let's go. Okay, so like I said, we're, we have three sections here, quote-unquote easy, quote-unquote medium, quote-unquote hard. Obviously, this is subjective. Um, we may have had slightly differing methodologies. You know, I think all of my quotes are gettable to the movie. Some, it might be hard to get the character if you haven't seen the movie recently, but we'll, we'll, we'll cross that bridge. There might be some anger with each, with, that we'll have with each other. It's like, oh, really? You think that's, a, <laughs> that's an easy quote or that's a medium quote? I'm sure that'll happen at some point, but I'm excited to get into it, Eric. So without further ado, would you like to do the honors of starting off the easy and then I can start medium and you start hard, something like that? All right, let's go for it. All right. All right, quote number one in the easy section. I'm your boyfriend now, Nancy. All right, uh, Nancy. I, I, I can't specifically place a quote. I'm sure it's it's got to be Nancy Thompson, I'm thinking. So Freddy Krueger. Um, I'm liking... Yeah, that, I, I, I could see him like having killed... Uh, her, his her boyfriend and then just uh saying that so yeah i'm gonna go i'm gonna lock in freddy krueger real quick that is correct sir nice. and uh just for fun do you want to guess which uh which of the franchise it would have taken in place in i think it's the first i would guess the first that is correct nice okay so we got a five pointer for alex to start okay all right and then quote. or do you want to do every other quote or do you do all five and then i do all five maybe let's, i think maybe you do all five yeah, and then let's I do, do all, all five, five so it can kind of get in the zone of yeah. question reading and also question answering i like that all right question or quote number two dairy's not like any town i've ever been in before people die or disappear six times the national average and that's just grown-ups kids are worse way way worse 
All right, uh, that's going to be from 2017's It Chapter 1. The character is Ben Hanscom. Uh, he took over from Mike, who used to do kind of the dairy history in the original and in the book, but Ben Hanscom, It Chapter 1. That so is, I guess just Ben Hanscom. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. I uh, See, that's one that some people might think is a little tough to get the character, but I knew playing to your uh playing to your audience i mean my audience being you that uh that'd be a pretty easy one for you mm-hmm. some people some people took issue with giving ben that kind of research role did you as well taking it away from mike i don't think i had an issue giving it to ben because i think it fits his character but i i think i have take issue because i think mike then wasn't was a pretty weakly fleshed out character besides his kind of little interaction with the cattle he didn't have a whole lot going for him. I think if they played a bit more into the burning the burning bodies and his his family history, I think that would have been more compelling. But it kind of mm-hmm. felt like, I don't know, like it didn't really seem like he had a huge connection to the group, you know? But maybe that's sure. just me. I think it's certainly it, got I think a, it. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. They've certainly got a little bit of uh, wiggle room to flesh him out a little bit more in the adult movie coming out this summer as he's going to be the one who brings everybody back to town, so... Yeah, so that's that's why it's kind of curious to me because like him having this like interest in dairy history as a kid and kind of knowing a bit more, it makes sense to why he stays there and then is kind of the ringleader to bring back. So that without having that backstory as a child, it, 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 I don't know, it seems a little strange that he's going to be the one still calling him back, you know? Sure. Okay. All right. Quote number three. Um, pardon my French, but that's not part of the quote. It's just going to include a sore <laughs> word. Don't fuck with the Chuck. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is one I've not seen in full, but it's it, I, it, I can't be anything other than Child's Play. So uh, I'm going to go ahead and say uh, Chucky. And guess on the, or Charles Lee Ray as yeah, taken place right. in the form of Chucky the Doll. Uh, any guess on the movie and the franchise? Um, I would say the second. Uh, close. It's the third one. Is that Bride of Chucky? Uh, no, it's just called Child's Play 3. Okay. All right. Quote number four. And don't even think about anybody coming for you. Not the doctors, not your agent, not your family, because I never called them. Nobody knows you're here, and you better hope nothing happens to me, because if I die, you die. <laughs> uh, um, I'm just smiling because... <laughs> We're going to have so many shared movies in our first easy category. I was wondering um, if that might happen. <laughs> um, that's got to be uh, one of my favorite horror movie villains, uh, Annie Wilkes. Yes, Annie Wilkes from Misery. That is correct. All right, looking at a perfect five for five if you can get this one. And we are on quote number five. <clears throat> Officer, we have had a doozy of a day. Um. Just got to remember which is which. So that's going to be from Tucker and Dale versus Evil. That's kind of like one of the more iconic quotes. A very funny, uh, very funny line there. Um, that is. Oh, man. Uh, I just want to make sure I'm not mixing it up. That's got to be. T- that's uh, Tucker. That is Tucker. Locking it in. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to go ahead and say right away, I think mine are slightly harder to get the character. For sure, the movies I think are good, but uh, character, we'll we'll see. There's maybe two that you'll be like, 
not as happy about, but we'll see when we get Okay, there. I will definitely sow my discontent throughout the podcast then and <laughs> just really bring out the pettiness. <laughs> as as I would expect. So that's that's what I've uh that's what I, I wouldn't expect anything less, I should say, I guess. All right. Uh yeah, feel good. We're perfect round one. Okay. So my first quote. I'll kill you all. Aha, I'll drive you crazy and I'll kill you all. I'm every nightmare you've ever had. I am your worst dream come true. I am everything you are ever afraid of. Yeah, that feels uh feels like a similar movie. Uh different character though. That sounds like a quote given by Pennywise the Clown in It 2017. Um, it's actually the original, but it's still Pennywise. It's oh, okay. it's the Tim Curry 1990 miniseries. But yeah, it's still Pennywise the Dancing Clown from It. So I, well, I feel like that quote happened in the new movie or some, some for, form of it. Yeah, maybe. I, I would have to actually look at it. But yeah, so I'm actually not positive. But I mean, I know the... Well, maybe I shouldn't even say 100% certain if that's <laughs> from the original or not. I didn't double check, but like when I read it, I was like, oh, that's definitely from the miniseries. But really, I'm actually really not 100% quick, positive. Really quick tangent. Uh, so we both saw the trailer that recently came out a couple days ago. It seems like they're potentially going to provide like a backstory for Pennywise. Uh, we had that scene with Beverly talking with that woman, and you saw this actual man who had like some similarities to Pennywise outside of a circus. Do you think we're going to get a backstory for Mr. Pennywise, the Dancing Clown? I think more so than we got in the miniseries. I think it might explain it a bit more, maybe not the same way as the book, but I think they'll touch into kind of the origins. I, I think the what we saw in the trailer was really just to mess with Beverly, though. I don't think like... I don't think it's going to be like, oh, this man raised a clown and he, you know, got dipped in some sort of radioactive material and now is a <laughs> shape-shifting clown. But I think it's going to be like, I, I would I would not be surprised if they kind of explored the more abstract cosmic entity that really is Pennywise. But uh, yeah, so I'm not completely sure. And really quick also, I'd like to say, so I, I, I do not like to watch trailers. I really, really don't because... It just oftentimes it gives away way too much of the movie and it kind of, it, it, I wouldn't say ruins, but it definitely lessens the impact a new movie has on me. Uh, so Eric specifically recommended, this one is a really well done trailer in the sense that it's just, it throws you into a scene and it isn't a huge plot moment. And I really respect this kind of trailer because it essentially was just a relatively minor scene, but really just showed you the atmosphere and the mood of the movie really well. And I really liked that trailer, especially the style and how they did it. Yeah. And as fans of the the book and the miniseries, what we were really wanting from this, uh, this new adaptation is for them to do the adult part. Right. And I think get the tone right. And from this trailer, it seems like they're definitely going to nail the tone. Yeah, I would agree. Okay. Tangent off. So then let's go ahead and quote number two at the feed store. Do I say, Oh, now, Wally, give me a bag of that effin' pig feed and a pound of that bitchly cow corn. At the bank, do I say, Oh, Mrs. Mallinger, here's one big bastard of a check. Now give me some of your Christing money. There, look, there. Now see what you made me do. All right. Uh, similar movie number two. That is another gem by Miss uh, Flighty Annie Wilkes from Misery. Yeah. Yep, very well done. Uh, this is. I like this quote because this is really the first big watershed moment of where you're seeing her mania 
displayed and especially paul is also seeing it because like he had given her a copy of his new book and she was talking about how it's too profane and then she just goes off on him uh and it's like really yeah intense (laughs) okay quote number three now sid don't you blame the movies movies don't create psychos movies make psychos more creative all righty that is got to be it's got to be a scream quote, which makes me think it's probably. Well, I don't know if it's just going to be Ghostface or if it's going to be one of the characters playing Ghostface. Um, I mean, technically, I could get away with saying Ghostface. If you want me to specify, I suppose I will. But also, I'll say Ghostface. And if you need me to specify, I can. I had written the actual character name because it's not delivered as okay. Ghostface, but okay. I, I, I'm, I'm not too picky. I'll, I'll go for it. Then I'll, I'll guess uh, Billy Loomis. Yeah, it's Billy. So, well done, well done. Yeah, you kind of really only if you if you realize it was Scream, you really only had the two options. And I think it definitely sounds much. Well, I could say uh, uh, I could see Stu saying it too. <laughs> They're both they both kind of have a lot of those really weird. Uh, I don't know, edgy quotes at the end when they're they're uh, revealing kind of what their plan was. Okay, number four. I'm sorry to differ with you, sir, but you are the caretaker. You've always been the caretaker. I should know, sir. I've always been here. Hmm. Give it to me one more time. I'm sorry to differ with you, sir, but you are the caretaker. You've always been the caretaker. I should know, sir. I've always been here. Huh. Some sort of haunted house, haunted... Hmm. Uh, Okay, I thought this one would would pop a bit more for you. You, sir, have always been the caretaker. You should know. Hmm. Uh Uh-oh, I might need... uh... Well, I mean, just kind of think about the different elements of it. He's saying, you are the caretaker. Um, you've always been the caretaker. Always been here. What kind of relation between those two things you can think of? Yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, I'm, I'll, just, I'll take the hint. All right. Um, the person delivering this quote has two twin daughters who are pretty iconic in as images in the horror movie, kind of horror movie history. Uh, okay. So I've got the movie. Let's see if I can think of what this character's name is because I haven't seen this in forever. The twins are also referred to as the the blank twins. Yeah. That Ugh. Yeah, sorry. I thought this would be. I thought this would pop more, but I know. I know. I like this more than you do. So. Yeah, I haven't seen it since like probably 2012, and that was the only time I saw it. Uh, movies, The Shining, um, and I think I might get stuck there, so I'll just leave it stuck there. Mm. Um, I'll give you just one more bonus hit, hint. I feel bad if you can get the character name off off this one bonus hint. You still get the three points. Shares a name with one of our neighbors growing up Sullivan wait wait 
That's not even right. <laughs> All right, this was we're moving on. It wasn't meant to be. Okay. Uh, yeah, I don't know why I thought this. Uh, Grady, the old caretaker, Grady, the Grady twins from The Shining. Yeah, we had Grady neighbors. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, no, I was right. I then I I doubted myself. Okay. All right, so just one point on that one. All right. I'm sorry things got so out of control, but how were we supposed to know that you were really good at killing people? I'm sorry things got so out of control. How are we supposed to know you were so good at killing people? Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, for some reason, the thing that jumps out to me is you're next, but I don't think that's going to be right. Like with the end confrontation when the boyfriend reveals reveals the plot and kind of has the talk with his girlfriend. Sorry things got so out of control, but how are we supposed to know you're so good at killing people? That fits, though. It definitely fits. Uh, there's no chance I'm going to be able to guess not even the main character's name in that movie, let alone a side character. Um, hmm. So I'm just going to lock in your next. Yes. Uh, so this one also is one I said I remembered it. I thought it would be a little tougher to get, but I actually remembered the character's name. It's Crispin, the boyfriend of uh, of our final girl. Yeah, I guess we had slightly different interpretations <laughs> of easy. For Christ's yeah, sake, I could have gone maybe a, skewed a little easier, I, but I, I mean, wanted. Well, I didn't. I didn't want every single one to just be a hundred percent gimme. Yeah, that's why we had three categories, asshole. I mean, even with easy, you know, like it's still okay. I'm sorry. Like I, you still got the movie off the first go, so like, I, yeah. But I wouldn't even say like necessarily that's a. I it's a, I wouldn't say it's an easy movie to get. It's a fairly gettable movie, but like. Okay. 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 I don't know. Like, I I thought I thought we were supposed to start <laughs> off pretty good and then eventually get harder. But you're just like, no. Okay, you got to think of Crispin from your next. All right. I I, I acknowledged that I, I skewed a little too hard. Uh, hopefully, I'll uh, make up <laughs> in the coming rounds. Well, if I'm being realistic, my entire medium category is probably still easier than your easy category. Yeah, so that that one is pretty on par with the rest of my mediums, I think. Yeah, well, well, okay. <laughs> then you're gonna continue outscoring me. I should have had one. I should have swapped one, and it would have been fine. Okay. So, anywho, moving um, forward. Uh, after round one, it's twenty five, Alex. Nineteen, Eric. All right. Um, medium uh, quote number one. I'll I'll go first because I'm just gonna go first. It's November 1st, 1971. I'm sitting here with Carolyn Perrin, who with her family has been experiencing supernatural occurrences. Ooh, no, November 1971, Carolyn Perrin? Yep. Uh-oh, I can see this going a few ways. Um, the initial thing I kind of was thinking... Paranormal? Wait, you said paranormal? Supernatural. Supernatural. This sounds like a... I'm thinking like... Ed and Lorraine Warren. So I'm, like, I was thinking The Conjuring, but I don't really remember that from The Conjuring that well. Like maybe from the very beginning. Uh, yeah, so if I lock in and get it wrong, that's risky. 
You know what? I'm, I think I'm going to go big. I'll just say Ed Warren Lockin. That is correct. Okay. Is that like from the very beginning of the movie or something? Uh, no, not the very beginning because Car- it's so Carolyn Perrin's a mother. Uh, oh, she is a mother. Okay. It's after. It's once they get to their house. It's like the, one of their first recordings they do. Mm, okay. All right. Ah, stew, stew, stew. What's your motive? Billy's got one. Police are on their way. What are you gonna tell them? Uh, stew, 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 what's your, can you, sorry, you repeat it one more time? Yes, yeah, stew, 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 what's your motive? Billy's got one. The police are on their way. What are you going to tell them? Okay, uh, it's definitely Scream. I think it's, uh, I think it's Sydney when she grabs a voice recorder, like a voice changer, and then calls them and when she, like, escapes briefly at the end. So I'm going to lock in Sydney Prescott. That is correct. Okay. I was a little nervous. It was like Stu talking in the third person, and then he answered, <laughs> but couldn't remember. Quote three. Stop, Dave. Stop, Dave. I am afraid. I am afraid, Dave. Oh, man. The inflection really sold it. I feel like I knew it <laughs> before you see, like, the, after the first word. Um, that's got to be hell. Wait. Stop, Dave. Stop. Wait. Is, is that horror? That wouldn't be horror, though, would it? Uh, Hal from 2001, A Space Odyssey? Uh, if you're not considering 2001, A Space Odyssey, at least in the, in the horror okay, sphere, okay. that's a little, a little silly to me. Um, so, it's gotta be, it's gotta be that though. Um, do you want to give me a full character name? <laughs> uh, Hal 9000. That is correct. Uh, it was a little, a little unsure about the number. Yeah, you're gonna be, I think you're gonna be really mad about this <laughs> Next round. <laughs> Quote four. I love wolves because they love deeply, but they don't know how to express it, and they're often very violent and, quite frankly, murder the things that they love. And inside the wolf is this beautiful heart. And yeah, it's misguided, and yeah, occasionally it murders things. And this little wolf was so cute, it reminded me of you. Ooh. I love wolves. They're misguided. Wow, this sounds like a werewolf movie. Dang, this like isn't even popping up on my radar. Yikes. I actually might just go ahead and ask for a hint. Okay. So hint... This is a movie, so uh, so I'll, I'll help you a little bit, not go down the wrong path. This is not a werewolf movie, and okay. this is a movie that I think only bills two characters. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and if uh, you could focus... Uh, how and I, I, I want to say this might be the directorial debut of the, and the guy is from a TV show that you have watched parts of. Oh my goodness. Okay. Um, oof. <laughs> okay. Um, I love wolves reminded me of you. Bill's two people directorial debut. 
of a director or the person is off. And I can give you a movie specific uh, hint. I actually have a guess. Okay. I can't picture him saying it, but I could see him saying something like this. So I'm going to say Hannibal Lecter. That is incorrect. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'll try to get you one point for the movie. Um, no, I, I mean, that was I locked in my guess, though, so that's okay. Okay. Uh, it is movie Creep, and that quote is by Joseph. Uh, did not. Oh, that, I, that never even entered my sphere at all. That makes sense, though. I also I wouldn't have gotten Joseph, I don't think. Okay. All right. That uh, kind of catches things up a little bit here. Quote Let's number see. five. She laid there bleeding by the side of the road, co- cold and alone. That's how she died in the early morning, cold and alone. And I was watching TV. Mm, that sounds really familiar. Um, oh, I definitely know that. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's um, that's uh, Chris from Get Out, I think. Uh, yeah, because he, he was traumatized as a kid. His mom, his mom died, uh, and was bleeding out on the road. And he was watching TV at home. Yeah, Chris, Get Out. Correct. Nice. That was gonna like I knew <laughs> I knew the quote, so if I didn't. That was could have been easily one that I just you know knew I knew but didn't think of. Yeah, because I, I feel like to the untrained ear, it could be kind of vague, but there's enough context in there, especially like the bit about watching TV, because that was his big thing, is he was just, just sitting there watching TV, and she she didn't make it. Yeah. All right, starting off with uh, my set of mediums. Um, okay. There's a storm hitting us in six hours, and we're going to find out who's who. All righty. I know the quote. Let's see if I can remember his name. Uh, the movie is the thing, and it's gonna be the. It's gonna. I'm pretty sure it's got to be the main character, uh, beard and long hair. Kurt Russell. Oh God, what is his name? I think. I think you'll get there. It's a. It's a pretty. Uh, it's, it's, iconic, uniqueish name. Yeah, and he goes by his last name. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah, so if you just get his last name, that's for sure fine. Oh, I feel like it starts with an M. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know if I'm going to get there. Yeah, I don't think I'm getting there, so I'll just lock in for the I, three. I'm actually curious. I'm gonna, I'll give you five points if I tell you his first name, and if you get his last name, I'll give you the five points. Okay. His first name is RJ. Mm, no, that didn't help. I don't think okay. he's only. I feel like he's only referred to by his last name. It's mostly yeah, uh, McCready. <sighs> McCready. I had the um. Had the um. Okay. Number two. If you kill my dog, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be really mad. Okay, that's a uh, another repeat. I think. I think this is Tucker and Dale. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Tucker and Dale locking in Dale. Nice. That's a clean five. Yeah, so I was just like laughing during your first round because like now I repeated like so many of them already. Um, 
Okay. Number three. The devil exists. God exists. And for us, as people, our very destiny hinges on which we decide to follow. Okay. Hmm. This is super familiar. The God exists, the devil exists, hinges on which one we want to follow. Okay, I, for some reason I'm boiling it down to two movies. I feel like it's either The Exorcist or Insidious. Mm. One of those is closer than the other. But neither of them are right? <laughs> oh, oops. <laughs> Jesus yeah, Christ. I'll say, yeah, that, I'll, I'll give you as a free hint. Yeah, one of those is close-ish. Okay. But, but it's incorrect. Okay, then I feel like it's The Conjuring. Um... Okay, I'll, whatever. I'll just do Lorraine Warren. Oh, no. <laughs> That's incorrect. Okay, Conjuring. Well, you can guess the character if you want. No, because it's going to be the same amount of points. Wait. What do you mean? If I don't get another hint, if I guess the character, it's still three points, isn't it? Oh, I see. I don't know. I guess we didn't clearly establish if you guessed wrong, if it eliminated your option to guess. Oh. But I don't really care. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's Ed Warren, so... Yeah. I, I think I'll just go ahead and give you, like, 3.5. How about... No, no, three three is fair. I missed it the first go-round. Okay. Because that's kind of, I mean, at or Lorraine, that's kind of tough. <sighs> okay. Um, number four. You can move. Sarah, look at me. Look at me. The worst thing that could have happened to you has already happened and you're still here. This is just a poxy cave and there's nothing left to be afraid of. I promise. All right. It's going to be The Descent. Let's see if I can remember who said it. And this is tough, so I'm going to give you two guesses on characters. Gosh, I'm so bad at names, man. Especially when it's just like normal names and there's not like a mm -hmm. specific character. <sighs> okay. Because it's not, it's not main girl, and I don't think it's badass girl either. I think it's one of the other girls. Oh, man, you're, you're nailing it down so far. Gosh, what's her? Yeah, because in the quote it says you can move Sarah. Sarah, yeah, our main yeah. girl. <clears throat> so it's one of the. So I'm narrowed it down to one of the two possible. It's, it's it's like the next most important character. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? Yeah, I, I don't want to waste time. I don't think I'm going to get there. Okay. So you got the descent for three points. Uh, Beth is the. Uh, third kind of main girl yeah if you would have given me a list of like 20 names and beth was on there i probably would have gravitated toward it <laughs> okay but... all right number four i just can't take no pleasure in killing there's just some things you gotta do don't mean you have to like it who don't take no pleasure in killing this was also a tough one, so I was going to give you a small hint. Um, this is from a very classic horror movie. 
Don't take no pleasure in killing. Sometimes it's just something you have to do. There's just some things you gotta do. Don't mean you have to like it. Hmm. Dead air. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the hint. Uh, the, the official hint. Okay. Um, the person who says this line is speaking to a girl in the backseat of his pickup truck after uh, leaving his gas station with her. Um, okay. Um, there's two acceptable answers for names, IMO. Hmm. After picking her up, ah, this doesn't seem right at all, but I, the only thing I'm gravitating towards is Texas Chainsaw Massacre and like the sheriff picking up her, but I don't think he does that. Um, you might be combining some T- TCM movies in your head. Yeah, I probably am. I mean, I just don't know if there's a sheriff in the first one. Well, yeah, the the father technically is the sheriff in the original. Mm, I don't know if I have a good guess. Especially for a classic. The classic's making it harder to think about, I think. <laughs> well, you're on... You're, I mean, you have the movie, right? <laughs> oh, okay. He's just not a sheriff. I think you're confused. Well, I don't I don't think I'm getting the character's name. Then I'll just say Texas Chainsaw. Yeah, I mean, the character's name... It's, he's actually technically not named in the original. He's, you could call him like old, old, old Man or Drayton Sawyer is how he's named in sequels and things and that's kind of his name so oh actually yeah i am mixing it up he isn't the sheriff he kills the sheriff and then takes over the vigilante sheriff role that's what happens in the later movies mm-hmm. okay so all right um 20 to 17 that round uh in favor of alex so you need to have a pretty big comeback here. You're down by nine points. So. And that's not going to happen because my hard round is easier than your medium round. <laughs> so. uh, my hard one definitely has some, some tough ones. Okay. So. Um, this one's going to be a, a back and forth quote. So I'll let you, if you can get either of the people speaking, I'll give you the points for it. Okay. All right. Person one. I'm so sorry I almost shot you. I probably wouldn't have. Person two. Hey, no, I totally get it. I'm sorry I let you get attacked by a werewolf and then ended the world. <laughs> I'm sorry I let you get attacked by a werewolf and then ended the world. Sorry I almost shot you. Huh. Ooh. Hmm. <laughs> this isn't jumping out at me. Uh, let me ponder for a second. Sounds like a maybe a horror comedy. Hmm. 
Nah, I'll just take a hint. All right, hint. Uh, your first instincts were were pretty correct. This movie destroys and uh, dives fully into horror tropes. Each character in the movie can kind of be thought of as a specific uh, specific trope, and this movie employs two or three dozen different types of monsters on a small scale. Uh, yep, yep. Okay. Ooh, I don't think I'm going to remember their names, though, unfortunately. Uh, it's for sure, well, not for sure, but I'm almost positive it's Cabin in the Woods. Um, I'll know their names when I hear it, but I'll just say Cabin in the Woods for the one point. I'll give you one bonus point if you can... Um... No, I won't. Never mind. I need the points. Uh, <laughs> the characters' names are Dana and Marty. Marty, yeah. Marty's the stoner, right? Who, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay. Who is the counselor and I might be the killer. You, you might, be, might the be the killer. killer. Yeah. All right. He Quote two. What have you done to him? What have you done to his eyes, you maniacs? Hmm. What have you done to his eyes? The first thing that jumped out to me was uh, Jeepers Creepers, but that's not right. <laughs> um, he does do the creepy thing with Justin Long's eyes at the end, though. Uh, what have you done to his eyes, you maniacs? Hmm, this sounds familiar, but I'm I'm just going to take another hint, too. Um, okay. So this scene is happening in which our titular character uh, kind of arrives at the world's worst baby shower. <laughs> the world's worst baby shower. Hmm. Oh. Hmm. I would guess. Ah, okay. Um, then it's going to be uh, Rosemary. That is correct. Rosemary's okay. baby. That is her first look upon her, the baby she delivered. Mm. And uh, it's a baby that was fathered by the devil. Spoilers. Yeah, if you haven't seen it yet, then <laughs> F off. All righty. Quote number three. God, I'd give anything for a drink. I'd give my goddamn soul just for a glass of beer. Um... You know, I'm just going with my gut, Jack Torrance. That is correct. Okay. The Shining sees a... Uh, ironic how I've got the main character from The Shining in my hard round, and you've got the <laughs> goddamn butler. I thought that would be more clear. Like, if, you're, if you haven't seen The Shining in seven years, I didn't think that kind of quote would be as helpful as, you've always been the caretaker, just as I've always been here. I, I don't know. That's just what my mind was doing. No, because that takes, like... That takes like specifics because technically, from like a casual viewer's standpoint, Jack hasn't always been the caretaker. He's been there for one season. But that—that's the whole kind of nature of The Shining—is the evil and is infectious, and it kind of represents itself in but, this cycle. But you just said I haven't seen it for seven years, and you think I'm going to remember that specific in the in the heat of the moment to put that two and two together to remember that specific. As opposed yeah, to suppose, uh, a guy, the the bar, the bar scene being so popular and him clearly being out, out of his rocker and just wanting a glass of beer and trading his soul for it. Okay, okay whatever. Okay. It's it's just differing opinions. Okay. One person's okay. right, one person's okay. wrong. It's me who's right, and it's you who's wrong. So. <laughs> oh, there it is. All right, quote number four. 
I'm not going to waste my time arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch. <laughs> I like that quote. Not going to waste my time arguing with a man who's lining up to be a hot lunch. Uh, I, I don't think it's right. Night of the Living Dead is sort of like jumping into my mind, but I think I'll just take the hint. Okay. Um, this is a movie that was ranked very highly on our uh, mutual top tens, and it is a. Uh, I and I think it could be more turned around to a mm. cold lunch, technically. Yeah. So then I'm thinking Jaws, but I don't know what character said it, so I'll probably just. I, if I had to guess a character, I'll say the movie first. Can I just say Jaws and then guess a character? Sure. Um. I would think Chief Brody said it. Hooper. Nah, Hooper. Okay. So just the one. I'll take one point. All righty. And final quote to close out uh, my quote section is, it's not the house that's haunted. It's your son. Mm, insidious. And that's going to be the paranormal investigator woman. Oh, what's her name, though? Hmm. It's one I would recognize. And I'm just going to be stupid and take a shot in the dark and try to guess her name. No. Yes. Claire. <laughs> That's, I, I don't know. To me, that's on the same wavelength as the name, even though a lot of people would argue it's not even close. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I'll lock you in for three. Um, starts with an E. Uh, uh, Elaine. Close. All right. <laughs> it's Elise. Oh, yeah. oh okay. Hmm. All right. All righty. Well, that's my, those are my quotes. I guess I've got some work to do in round five, but, uh. So I got 13 points there. You'll need 19 to tie it, which, uh, 19 is the same you scored in the easy round. So yeah, feels <laughs> about right. <laughs> Uh, okay. And I, I will say my last two are, are pretty tough, but they're really good, cool quotes. So take that with a little, little grain of salt. <laughs> okay. Number one, it could look like someone you know, or it could be a stranger in a crowd. Whatever helps it get close to you. Okay. Uh, it's going to be It Follows... It's not. It's probably not Jay. It's probably Jay's boyfriend from the beginning. Oh gosh, can I guess his name? Nope. As I want to, as I want to keep it interesting, I'll say it's a shared name with one of our male family members from Haunting of Hill House. So if you get it right, you'll still get five points. Um, I, I think it's probably Stephen then. That's nah, it's Hugh. <laughs> uh, oh God, I would have never guessed that. That would have been my last male guess. I guess I only yeah. have one more, but um, okay. Yeah, it follows. I there's no chance I would have ever in a million days remembered that name. Yeah. Okay. Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you yet. Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you yet. Man, that's a pretty pretty vague one 
Um, let's see here. Why are you? Nah, I can't do the voice. I was gonna try to do the inflection. Well, it's, Why are it's, you it's, screaming? It's, I haven't even caught you yet. Uh, don't ever do that again. <laughs> um, it, I guess it does help because our villain is like cognizant; and he can speak, which isn't. Um. Well, maybe this sounds like something Freddie would potentially say. Why are you screaming? I haven't even caught you. That's like a super mocking thing to say. Okay, I'll lock in Freddy Krueger. Freddy Krueger is correct. Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, do you want to guess which one? Um, I've only seen the first two. I'll guess the second one. It's the original. Okay. All right. Strong start. Three and a five. <laughs> okay. I think of it like this. If you're going to eat a sandwich, you would just enjoy it more if you knew no one had fucked it. <laughs> <laughs> that's a super I, I feel like that's familiar too mm-hmm. okay who's this got is one we, this is one we watched together in the last probably in the last three years okay who's got an issue with pros- promiscuity if you're eating a sandwich you would enjoy it if it wasn't fucked first I think of it like this. If you're going to eat a sandwich, you would just enjoy it more if you knew no one had fucked it. Yeah. So you kind of have to make a, a parallel to make to get the idea of what the genre of the movie is. Make a parallel? That you haven't made yet. <laughs> well, appreciate that. <laughs> I haven't made anything. I pretty much just reset the quote. But I appreciate you demeaning me and... Well, I don't think you. I think you would have said it if you made the. So I, I'm. I'm just. I'm just calling it like I see it. Yeah, from your ivory ivory tower of hard ass questions that I have no <laughs> relation to. I can't relate to that feeling. I guess. Yeah. So that was I'll, t- I'll take the hint. I'm wasting too much time. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this. Uh, uh, this the, the parallel that you are trying to make is this is a um, vampire movie, um, so if you're going to eat a sandwich, it's it's in the the quote is regarding someone asked the, a vampire why uh, they prefer virgins, mm. virgin blood. Yeah, that sounds like a Lost Boys quote. So I'll just lock in Lost Boys. It's probably uh, oh, what's man. what's his face. You super didn't listen to my hint. My first hint. That I didn't make a parallel? No, that we watched it together in the last three years. Oh, yeah. I I zoned you out at this point. <laughs> so do you want to change your guess for the one point at least to get it right? Uh, in the last three years, well, we've. are you sure we've watched it together? What vampire movie would we have watched together? It wouldn't be Fright Night. Um, wouldn't be... Well, I mean, this quote doesn't make sense for, um, and I wouldn't even be three years for uh, Let the Right One In. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I said it, I, I just wanted to voice my inner monologue. I said it wouldn't you're, be right. You're, you're missing a sub-genre category. Oh, okay. Could it be What We Do in the Shadows? Yeah, that is correct. Yeah, that's a tough one to get because I don't know. It's 
Yeah, I don't know. It's a funny quote, though. I liked it. It's uh, Vadislav, the vampire. Well, I got a big fat goose egg. <laughs> no, I gave you one for getting the movie. <laughs> you're too, you're okay. too kind, you benevolent douchebag. <laughs> uh, you're welcome. Okay, number four. Crazy is building the ark after the flood has already come. Oh, man, I know that quote for sure. You do. You definitely do. Crazy, building the ark after the flood has already come. Oh, man. (laughs) This is another tough one because I feel like it applies to a ton of different situations. Mm -hmm. I'll give you a general hint. Let let, Let me tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking this is said in response to... A, this guy who's saying this is trying to convince like a group to do something drastic or during like a drastic time. That's kind of what I'm thinking of. Yeah, that's not that's not the bad wavelength. Okay. It, I would I would maybe slightly modify it to say it's a person rationalizing something he's done to a small group. Mm. Man. It is a good quote. I'll just take a hint because I don't think I'm going to piece it together. Okay. Um, This is a movie that is set in a very small area with three characters that are, it's driven by the kind of tension built throughout. And then it also kind of goes off the rails the last 10 minutes and becomes a completely different movie. Oh, okay. Um, I don't. I'm not going to be able to get his name. It's John Goodman. Got John Goodman in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, he because he plays such a that's 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 who I was thinking of without thinking of him. Basically, <laughs> yeah. like that kind of the character he's playing is who I was trying to get to. Um, yeah, I don't think there's any chance I get his name, so I'll just lock in the movie. I'll give you two for getting John Goodman. Uh, Howard Stambler. So Howard is his name. It's a good movie. I wonder uh, wonder if it'd be an enjoyable rewatch. I think it would just for his performance. I think so too. Yeah, because he was really good in the whole, it was, you know, atmosphere and tension building was why it was so fun. And that's that usually allows for good rewatch, yeah, at least in my opinion. Okay. And then this is a fire quote from an iconic director. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. And I will give you a second hint. I don't know for certain that you've seen this movie. I lean towards not. I, n- I know the movie. I just have no idea the character. It's Dawn of the Dead. Okay. Yeah, I'll take it. I don't know who would have said it, though. Well, you beat me this round. Um, yeah, it's Peter. It's one of the survivors who is... Uh... Locked you, uh, in the uh, you locked could, into the shopping mall. You you couldn't see it, but after you said that last little thing about the score, I was flipping off my, my, <laughs> my computer screen. Yeah, so we had a twenty five nineteen first round, twenty to seventeen second round, and then thirteen to fourteen last round with Eric coming out on top in the third round. Which some may argue is the truest test of your horror knowledge because it's the hardest quote. So, and in the end, uh, who really won? Uh, 58 to 50 says Alex one. So I don't know. You can take that for what it, you know, take that for what you will. There's no sense in waiting until the flood to build the ark, Alex. 
crazy as building the ark after the flood is already gone. Don't correct me, a hole. <laughs> <laughs> Don't try to quote something when I have it written down in front of me. Uh, okay, so it could have been a little smoother in, in terms of, uh, I'd say, levelness of competition, but I, I enjoyed it. I think all the quotes were fun, and we got to think about different things and kind of try to piece stuff together. So I, I definitely enjoyed it, and it's been a little while since we did a game like this, Eric. I hope you... Uh, Hope you also kind of enjoyed it a little bit, despite some uh, hiccups, I'd say. Yeah, I, I did enjoy it. I think it's comparable to like um, like giving two kids who have never played uh, Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, giving them like an hour to get as much accomplished as they can and making one kid wear iron boots and the other one can just wear his <laughs> Kokiri boots. Um, I think like, that's an accurate comparison, so... Oh. I did well, what I could. But, I was stomping around, making a lot of noise, and if it makes you fe- if it makes you feel better, I mean, you can't wear the boots till you're an adult, so they actually wouldn't have affected the competition at all. Alex, I think <laughs> you are very well versed in the speedrunning universe that you can become an adult within five minutes nowadays. Yeah, but these are kids who've never played the game before. You you got you, if you're if you're gonna make an analogy, you at least got to make it make sense. Fine. Make them a give them a controller in a pre-saved world at the forest temple and see if they can get through it. Not one of them's in the iron boots. Do they have hookshot? Of course they have hookshot. I don't know. I think it's dependent because that's a tricky dungeon, especially if you've never played the game before. I don't even know how big of a uh, factor the iron boots are. It's just whoever kind of gets uh, a bit luckier or a bit quicker to determine the patterns. Yeah, and one of those is hampered by iron boots. Alex, this is just this is just a sad, <laughs> sad indication of what you think about people who have it worse off than you. And it's it's honestly it's it's a little disgusting. D- did you feel like you were like a tethered individual in this game, Eric? And I was the uh, I was the above ground normie who was just you know pulling the strings for you. I should have collapsed my windpipe so I could accurately reflect that in our voices, so people really could have told the difference. Uh, spoilers yeah. oh my gosh where's <laughs> boiler boys <laughs> yeah shout outs to us spoilers no um yeah okay so had fun um we're definitely gonna keep games like this on the in our repertoire pulling them out every now and then because they're, they're fun to do and it requires a bit less uh you know preparation for the podcast in the sense of watching a bunch of movies so sometimes if we're strapped for time these are fun to do it still requires a bit of preparation but you know enjoy the process and i'm uh obviously coming up to a busy time in my life where i'll be traveling back to the u.s so i might not have as much time for prep so stuff like this kind of makes it a bit easier to keep the pod going because we i mean an ideal world we'd keep it do with the every week episodes but unfortunately that's you know been a little bit more inconsistent so eric i don't know in the future if you're still liking the every week idea but i definitely definitely feel like we can get that done especially once we're in the same time zone should help out but i'm uh, excited to kind of get back to that yeah, I mean, above all, it's we're trying to keep it interesting not only for ourselves but the the people who listen for us listen to it. Uh, so we don't want to like force episodes if we know it's not going to be either high quality or like if we're not that interested in it and we don't feel like we're bringing much to the table. It's like we can have a conversation, but I, I'd like to I'd like to prefer I'd prefer to have it feel like it's uh, coming from a place where it's been either researched or something that we're actually interested in, so it comes off a little bit better. Yeah, I could not agree more. So uh, we're excited to bring more of that uh, in the coming weeks. And until next time, hope you guys have a great day, week, month, however long it is. Thanks for tuning in to the Jumping Scared podcast. Have any questions, comments? 
just want to share your horror movie opinions with us, feel free to reach us at Jumping Scared Podcast on Twitter or by email, jumpingscared at gmail.com. See you next episode.